This is Ronin, the Prince of Denver and professional wrestling's only true vampire. And you are listening to Wrestling With Altitude. Welcome back to the Wrestling With Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me on this episode, I've got El Conde Federico. Sir, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you, man? I'm doing just fine. Uh, excited here to uh, talk with you. So uh, first question out of the shoot got for you. Uh, how did you get introduced into this uh, wacky world of professional wrestling? Well, it, it was like 10 years ago, I started as a manager back home in Puerto Rico on a, a company that it's called PRWA, uh, Puerto Rico Wrestling Alliance. And I was following them around uh, the island like uh, to several shows. And then one of the wrestlers there told me if, if I want to join the company and be his manager. So that's how I started. Oh, wow. Well, even before that, did you uh, grow up uh, watching as a fan? Yeah, yeah. But back home in Puerto Rico, it was like legends like Carlos Colon, Abdullah the Butcher, um, Bruiser Brody. So uh, I grew up, grew up um, watching watching wrestling back home. So I was really excited. Okay, and uh, how? Just uh, you know, to maybe educate the listeners if they they don't know, how is it that uh, you got to absorb that? Uh, was it through uh, television? Was it through live events and shows? Uh, how how'd that go? Yeah, no, I I used to watch it every Sunday and Saturday and Sunday, um, uh, from noon to one. Um, basically, it was like weekly every week, and if I have opportunities, I went to the show. Uh, one time, I I um, went to a show and saw Carlos Colon uh, against Bruiser Brody. Um, so it was like a huge deal for me, and uh, and it was a magic. Like right there, I knew that I was gonna be a wrestling fan forever. Oh, that's great. Uh, who was it? Who was it that uh, really enamored you? Uh... Uh, growing up, was it uh, the clones? Was it Brody? Was it somebody else? Oh, it was um, Abdullah the Butcher uh, back home in Puerto Rico. We also have Cheeky Star, who was the biggest heel in the island and still uh, wrestling. I think he's 65 or something, and he still do some shows uh, around the island. And that was the biggest heel um, in Puerto Rican history. So um, that was, I fell in love with, with that guy, and I was like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> That's awesome. So what was it uh, that, uh, like getting those uh, first steps and doing this for yourself? Uh, how did you uh, get start, for example, like your training? Well, it was really hard at first because um, I didn't start it like young. So um, 
I'm basically 42 years old. I started 10 years ago, so I started at 30. So it was a little difficult, but I started as a manager, um, and it was not that hard of the training. But um, basically one year of being training, I told uh, my friend, I told him, well, I want to start training as a wrestler. And he's like, okay, let's do it. So it was really hard. It was really hard because when you're not young enough, um, uh, it's a little difficult because when you're old, you know, that bones are starting to hurt. Everything is like brand new to your to your body. So um, it was hard, but um, I enjoyed every step. Yeah. So so did you do a, a like a basically a whole full year as, as a manager before uh, getting into the wrestler part of your career? Yes. Oh. Yes. What was it? Uh, what was it like uh, doing getting started uh, as a as a wrestler? Uh, uh, who was it that you uh, managed? Uh, what any kind of like memorable uh, like storylines or moments that you had as just as the manager? Well, back home, uh, PRWA was like closing doors, and they started a, a new project. It was called PW, um, and then the company was like doing like a comic book but in wrestling so we have the good guys that were the superheroes and the bad guys that were the villains mm. so i was the manager of the superheroes so um i had like several storylines like really good uh, with them but it was it was good one time i had to step up until uh versus the manager of the villains and it was like a boxing match and everything so it was it was really cool concept um back home and and I enjoyed every step of the way. That was what I like. I, I fell in love with it, and I'm like, no, I need to wrestle now. <laughs> I cannot be a manager anymore. Well, that 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 is a fascinating, very unique thing. What? So you did you as the as the face uh, manager? You, did you have the like the whole face locker room that you were managing, and vice versa for the heel that uh, in this in this uh, uh, storyline, this uh, segment, this particular part of the promotion? Yeah, it was basically we had like two big superheroes. It was like in Spanish, it was Super Rayo, like like it was like Super Lightning, and um, the other one was Intelecto Cinco Estrellas. So he was like a soldier, like a John Cena version with a mask, because all the all the superheroes wear masks. So it was it was super fun yeah. uh, managing them. And it was like us against a group like they have a well the, the biggest heel in that time was Verdugo. He was like an executioner, but he was like a dark, um, like a dark soul, dark spirit. So he has his manager. He was like reading the, the the Bible, the Satanic Bible, and all those kind of stuff. So it was pretty neat. Oh, that's awesome. That that like I said, that's that's just very unique, and I I, I like the concept. Uh, so. Did you say that that was something that they were starting, or that was something kind of towards the end of, like their run? The the company? no, they 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 closed PRWA and then they started this new project, and okay. it was also very good because every superhero had like a campaign. Like oh. one of them was against bullying, the other one was against uh um a woman uh mistreatment. So it yeah. was like. Everyone, it was like one was against drugs. So every superhero has a campaign, and we used to do like uh, went to hospitals and visit kids, or went to to uh, different places and and do our wrestling shows. Was also we sent a message. Yeah, so a, a, like a community outreach type thing. 
Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that is very cool. That's that's awesome. Uh, was it limited just to the uh, faces doing it, or did since it was a kind of a PR thing, did the heels kind of get in there, and did you kind of still work a little storylines in front of the uh, whoever you were visiting? No, actually, um, the heels also go. They also have their campaigns uh -huh. when they were doing their stuff. We were not there to keep the kayfabe and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah. um but um basically they do their thing we do our thing and and it was really really cool that's awesome that's very 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 cool uh, okay so from uh managing to getting into that wrestling uh you just, of course you were in the business for a year before actually you know taking the the more bumps into the the wrestling training part of it uh, who was it uh, that uh, did the like most of your training for the the wrestling, or did you have like a handful of uh, trainers? Yeah, no, I had several trainers back home. I trained with um, Sangre Taina. He was on the WWF on the '80s, so he wrestled like Gold Dust, Mankind, all those kinds of stuff. Uh, guys in Puerto Rico. Uh, I also trained with Intelecto Cinco Estrellas. He was one of the faces, but he was also a train trainer there um when i got here to the states i trained like will delta jr i've been training with um some guys on a mexican promotion now i'm training here in colorado springs with soco pro wrestling with animal sam big guns so i have several trainers that's cool that's that's awesome uh what was it the uh the prejudice uh, from uh going from uh puerto rico to to the u.s and when you went to the u.s did you come straight to here to colorado or was there a couple stops or a stop um between that no basically uh we just uh, my wife was one day like bored back home and she's like okay i need a change and she's like okay let's do it where do you want to go and she's like okay let's go to colorado so we just pack everything and came straight here we don't have any family or anything here um we just did the trip mm. what why colorado was it just because colorado is a spanish word for red or what no basically <laughs> we we didn't know that colorado uh, had a lot of latinos and a lot of, of, of spanish speaking people yeah uh, it was just like um she used to have a aunt that lives here and uh, she was talking to her and she was like no if you guys want and you want to do something just go straight to colorado and that's why we got here oh awesome that's cool <laughs> well who was it that, that well kind of stepping back um mm -hmm. i want to ask you who was it that the first um, wrestler that you managed do you remember who that was oh uh, yeah basically um the first one was intelecto cinco estrellas oh okay cool yep awesome and how long did you uh, manage him for I was with him uh, for the whole year, basically until oh, wow. until he decided to to jump to the other side, and then uh, he became the top heel over there. So <laughs> I still I stay with the superheroes for a couple of more um, matches. That's awesome, cool. Uh, then to go on, jumping from there, to, uh, from managing to wrestling, who was it that your uh, first wrestling match was? Uh, was basically. Uh, uh, tag team it was like three on three um it was me um a guy called the mexican and um uh, super lightning versus um the joker um another wrestler that was called the mother <laughs> it was like half like uh it was like an, an angel type of thing it was like crazy 
And the other guy, I don't remember, but um, it was on Calle, like it's a small town in Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. Um, and we got the W. Okay. So it was a trios match? Yes. Oh. It was like, basically, they did like three on three. It was like a tag team, but it was, it was going to be two on two. But then something else happened, and we added one more to each team. Oh, okay. All right. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't set from wasn't set to be a trios match from the beginning. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, wh- speaking of that, uh, what's your what's your philosophy on the the trios match? Uh, do you think that's something that's uh, kind of missing in the uh, this day and age in the the promotions? I know, like for example, I don't know if you watch a lot of AEW. I know AEW always kind of likes to tease it, and they're just not quite there. And of course, Lucha Underground. I don't know if you watched that. Lucha Underground definitely uh, exploited that. Yeah, no, and and Mexico, they they use they still use it. Um, right. I know yeah. they have like they have like championships like on on, on on trios and everything. I think that uh, it's a good concept. Um, you just have to work it like Lucha Underground did. It was like that was a great promotion. It was like. Um, using a lot of different um, styles of wrestling. And I think it, it will be fine and it will be good if some promotion here in the States do it because it's, it gives more opportunity to more talent that maybe is, is uh, let me see, is not being used correctly and maybe you can put it in a trio and, and that will help the talent. Yeah. If Yeah. I, I, what, my, what my thought is, is, if uh, a promotion would like to try to start using it, let's see some interesting groupings of the the three people on each side. You know, maybe a uh, maybe even an established tag team, and then that third person is kind of a very interesting complement to to the two. And one thing I don't look, I don't know if you do you watch uh, AEW at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one one thing that I kind of liked, some, one of the recent pairings that they've done is they've gotten the Varsity Blondes uh, with uh, I can't think of her name, Julia Hart. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, there we go. There, there can even there. You see, a very interesting thing. We can even have a uh, a mixed gender trios team, and you know something like that. I know Lucha. I think Lucha Underground even did that with. I think Eva Lise was like paired up with a couple different uh, guys in doing the the trios. And so like I said, let's let's have something a little. Let's have a little fun with it. Yeah, no, basically triple triple A in Mexico um did that. Yeah, did that with um Rey Escorpion, El Tejano, and they added a, a woman. I don't remember her name right right now, but it was like it's a great faction. Yeah. It's a great faction because you add all the all ingredients and you will have something magical if you do it. Yeah, yeah. You, like I said, if you if you had something just just a little bit different and they can complement, you know, like like I said, just going back to the varsity blondes of Julia Hart. You got the 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 varsity letterman, and then you got the cheerleader. I mean, that's a great that's a great pairing. I mean, that makes sense, you know. Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. and then they got a and then they've got a built in storyline when they need to break up the team. You know, they're fighting over the cheerleader. You know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's, I mean, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. Um. Getting um here from kind of transitioning, getting back to the the wrestling and getting you into Colorado. Um, when did you uh arrive here in Colorado? I arrived here like six years ago or so. Six years um, ago, okay. Yep, basically, um, I arrived here and decided to move to the Springs and stay there for five years. 
now I bought a home here in Pueblo, so I I've been here I think ten months already. Yeah. So now, how did you find uh, it uh, getting into the uh, wrestling scene for yourself here in uh, Colorado? Because uh, Colorado Springs, of course, wrestling, for example, uh, the the big one in you know south southern part of the state, has only been around since two thousand sixteen. Uh, yep. how did you, how did you work your way in, um, before, you know, all the promotions are starting to get a little bit, uh, you know, longer in the tooth, have these, you know, great runs to stay in business. And, but how did you, uh, get involved in the, in the scene when you got here? Well, it was, it was really cool because, um, um, when I came from Puerto Rico, um, um, the guy that I was managing, Telecto Cinco Estrellas, he's my, like, he's the, my daughter's godfather. So um, we were talking, and he's like, hey, you know, there's going to be a Mexican show over there, and one of the guys wrestled with me here in Puerto Rico, and he's going to be there. So just go and take a look at it and see um, see the product and talk to him and see what he says. So I came to Hugo's Wrestling Promotion, mm -hmm. um, and they were doing a show in Aurora, and I went there and see the product, love it, talk to that wrestler his his name is Pacal he's from Arizona and we talk about it he introduced me to another wrestler another Mexican wrestler Fuego and I started like doing stuff with um was wrestling promotion for a while okay awesome yeah yeah I haven't, I haven't, you know, speaking of them I haven't seen them in a while Do you know what's going on with them well I think um COVID um oh, hit them yeah, a little, a little hard. I think I was checking Facebook, and I think they're coming back on August of this year. So okay. they might have a huge show. Yeah, and um, you know, nonetheless, of course, um, you know, of course, I'm big. Uh, you know, they kind of shared, uh, you know, kind of space and, and things with uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, and mm -hmm. you know, and then that whole the whole Jeffco Fairgrounds thing about not even you know that may be sold or reallocated it so that's yeah that that's even hurting them too you know i, I yep. would imagine yeah so they've got to they got to figure out uh you know how they can uh continue on but yeah i'd like to see them on i've, I've been to a couple of their a couple of their shows and man that is party atmosphere i'll tell you what <laughs> yeah it's it's different um mexican wrestling to uh, like lucha versus um, American, um yeah yeah it's it's so different it's different crowds it's different different style but i love them both yeah i so say you work you work both uh how do yeah. you uh, how do you find yourself uh being able to uh uh make the like switch especially like say for example if you're working uh an americano show say on friday or saturday and then working a lucha show say like on sunday how do you find yourself uh being able to pull that off like in a weekend well it's it's really cool because um uh and Puerto Rico is like more um, American wrestling. So, um, yeah. and Puerto Rico, they like the, the strong style. They like to be hit and, and get hit. So um, I, I like that style, but also the Lucha is more like, more like roles and more other stuff. So um, Lucha, I think it's a little more difficult, but um, you can protect yourself more and you get less hurt like on American wrestling. Oh, that's a fascinating point. I've never thought about it that way. That's uh, yeah, that's 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 great. Uh, yeah. uh, so so far, like in your career, who have been like some of the favorite uh, people that you'd like to uh, get in the ring against? Well, um, 
here in the Springs, uh, I recently uh, faced Big Guns, Justin Andrews, um, and it was awesome um, wrestling him. Also, I wrestled Javier Cruz, he's Puerto Rican also, and he is awesome. In Lucha, I uh, wrestled Delta Junior just one time, and I love it. Uh, we still have, like, to do maybe a couple of more matches. And my nemesis here uh, also in Lucha is Seven El Guerrero Azteca. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so Seven is my nemesis, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I enjoy every time that I that I go into the ring. I love it. Sometimes it's like I'm really nervous. And every time that I talk to my wife or to one of the guys, they're like, if you're not nervous, don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. uh, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it every step of the way, and and I love this business, man. That's that's a great point. Uh, so I'm gonna follow up with a question. That's something you just uh, mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you you say you like getting in the ring with uh, Javier Cruz, but you also have uh, tagged with him a few times as well. Yeah. No. Actually, we have a we have a faction uh, called BOD Boricuas of Destruction. Yeah. And actually, we just add a third member, so now we're a trio. Um, but yeah, no, Javier Cruz is, is a really, really good competitor. Um, I introduced him to the business. I, I took him to training with me to, um, to Tammy's, uh, wrestling promotion there in Denver. So, um, and he's, he's my friend. Uh, but I love, I love beating him every time that we got, get against each other because sometimes you know that Mexican promotions is different as an American. You can be a tag team, but they don't care. They want you to, <laughs> to go and, and wrestle him. So um, I enjoy it every step of the way. And I think one of my greatest matches is against him. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, what's it like, because uh, like, in this particular case, since you're uh, tagging with him, but then when you've got to flip that around and uh, wrestle a match with it, is it just uh, both you just kind of agree with it? Let's just bring it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't, don't be soft on me because you know, I'm not going to be soft on you. And he's like, I know big bro, because he said that I'm his big brother. He's like, I know big bro. I will, I will give you everything I got. And, and, and I will do the same. So, uh, we enjoyed it every every time that we step in the ring against each other. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know, and you, you've uh, answered you know th this kind of already. So, but I want to ask you if there's anybody additionally, uh, who would you uh, like to still get into the ring with? Like you said, you've got um, unfinished business with uh, with Seven. You'd like to get in the ring with Delta Junior a little time. Anybody else? Uh, and this can be uh, anywhere, anyhow, anytime. You um, any promotion nationwide, worldwide. Well, um, actually, back home in Puerto Rico, I would love to uh, face El Cuervo. Um, he's a very good wrestler uh, from Puerto Rico. Also, here, I I will ha I, I would love to get back in the ring with Big Guns, but we're gonna do this uh, next month, so that will be awesome. Yeah. Um, um, Balaam Links, I think his name is. That's a great wrestler. Uh, I would love to go in the ring with them. Uh, I would love to get back in the ring with J.K. Pop. Uh, we we wrestled one time at CSW, and I think we have unfinished business. So there's a lot of great talent here in Colorado, uh, and I, I would love to face a, any challenge that I can get in uh, too. 
Yeah, I think I've I, I think I probably have seen uh, when you when you're talking about him. I think I've seen El Cuervo uh, in um, uh, here in, in Denver a few times for uh, uh, IWC. IWC, yeah. yeah. He's he's the um, he's the 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 hawk or the raven or whatever that is. The raven, the yeah. raven, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. He's uh, he's uh, uh, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah no back home i remember uh one of the last shows i was there um uh, we went out and he did like a flip from the second floor of the of a, a coliseum back there back home and he was facing damian 666 from triple a uh-huh. and he broke his his leg doing that <laughs> so it was it was crazy he's He's a very good, but he's like a little loco, like we said, because um, um, he likes to do crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, and he's uh, I, I, I've been able to, you know, uh, talk with him for a short amount of time while getting his autograph, and yeah, he's definitely uh, he's definitely a present uh, presence. Uh, people do people know him. Uh, like I said, when I was at IWC. Uh, people were <laughs> flocking to him, no pun int- pun intended, you know. <laughs> so yeah, he's a, he's definitely pretty cool. I I love seeing love seeing all that. Um, all right, well, so what about uh, for yourself in the uh, in the future, near future here? Uh, what uh, do you have uh, coming up for yourself? Uh, what shows do you have coming up that uh, people can uh, see you on? Well, actually, we started um, working now with RCW here in Cannon City in Pueblo. Um, our next show is going to be July 10th. And BOD, so Javier Cruz, El Conde Federico, and our newest member, CJ Cardona, uh, will have a street fight against uh, Big Guns and Slick Tyson mm-hmm. for the RCW Tag Championship. So we're going to be a tag team champion. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, yep. gotta dethrone the uh, dethrone the current champs, the the uh, yep. the inaugural uh, uh, renegade, uh, yeah, renegade championship, uh, yes. tag team champions. Yeah, since they've just uh, uh, initiated those. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's got to be cool. You can't let those uh, they can't let those two uh, run with the the championship forever. Yeah, I know. Uh, we had a match uh, three weeks ago, and they stole the titles from us. They they did. Some- some tricks and some stuff, and they thought that we were alone, but Javier showed up, and they beat the crap out of him, but we're now ready for the street <laughs> fight. They, they don't know that we come from Puerto Rico, and then we can we can fight. <laughs> yeah, got that Latino blood uh, boiling. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> they're, they're pretty good. Big Guns is one of the greatest uh, wrestlers in Colorado, and yeah. Slick is a young kid that, uh, that wants it, and it's working very hard, but we're Puerto Ricans, and we're coming for those tag teams. Yeah, yeah, so true. Uh, what other, uh, any other shows that you've uh, got coming up that are on the schedule that we can uh, let the listeners know about? Well, um, we're going to have a Tammy's promotion next month. I still don't have the date, but it's always a Sunday, like you said. Mm-hmm. I always uh, wrestle with them. Also, I'm going to be in the Taco Fest in August Oh, 8th, I think. Cool, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the Taco Fest to come back. I was, of course, really bummed that we didn't have it last year. I've yet to yep. be, amazingly enough, ever, of all the shows that I've gone to, I've yet to go to the Taco Fest, and I wanted to put it on my calendar last year, but the world as it is, as it was last year. So, I mean, Taco Fest, I think, is just going to be 
uh, with it not being last year, this year is just going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I did like two tackle fest. I think the first one was like six months when I got here and it was awesome. I was like, oh, my God, I need to do this more often. Yeah. And then we do it like the year after that. But then um, everything else started like COVID and everything. So it was it was a little crazy, but I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great talent over there. So yeah. we're ready. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of things to also uh, see at the taco fest the uh the chihuahua races the, the food the drinks i mean everything you know yeah yeah no definitely the food <laughs> especially so yeah <laughs> yeah so oh, awesome okay well uh, i want to thank you uh once again for uh, coming on to the uh, podcast but before i do let you go if the listeners uh want to uh, keep up with everything with you like on the social media where could they do that uh, they can look at my Facebook page, um, like my name, El Conde Federico. Uh, that's the only one that I have because I don't understand Twitter yet. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> um, and I have an Instagram, but the Instagram, I don't post anything there. So um, Facebook is always when I put my shows, my promos, um, booking, anything, you can contact me there. Okay, awesome. That's great. All right. Well, uh, once again, uh, El Conde Federico, I do appreciate you coming on and uh, we'll see you in the future. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. I know it's been a while that we're trying to do this, but uh, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Once again, a big, huge thank you to El Conde Federico for coming on to this episode of the wrestling with altitude podcast and introducing himself to all of our listeners follow him out there on the uh, social media and you'll find out about all the shows that he will be appearing at so you can catch him in action all right well so let's uh, do a uh, week in review since i do have an event that i attended that i would like to uh, talk about and that was the most recent colorado springs wrestling headlocks for hospice event uh, fantastic night a lot of great matches a lot of uh, wrestlers and everybody coming together for this great cause and the last time that i checked colorado springs wrestling raised $8,500, which was more than they did last year. And I believe if you guys want to just keep on giving, just head over to Colorado Springs Wrestling's Facebook page and you'll find the uh, GoFundMe link right in there. But what do we have coming up uh, this upcoming weekend? We've got a lot of fun uh, events coming up. So the first one that we've got coming up that I'd like to tell you about is Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling is having an event there, Omega 9. So the return of Omega 9 on this Saturday, June 26th from the Watering Bowl in Denver, Colorado. Got a uh, lot of uh, great gals announced already for that as well as they're going to have some additional matches as well. Uh, so if you want to get tickets to this, head over to Primos Premier Pro Wrestling's Facebook page or their website at primosprowrestling.com and you'll be able to purchase tickets right there for that. And additionally, this upcoming Friday and Saturday, it is a two-day, two-night extravaganza Rocky Mountain Pro celebrating their anniversary, their milestone 11 anniversary with a, like I said, a two-day event on Friday and Saturday. 
both events at the Beerstadt Lager House in Denver, Colorado. First night is going to be the Colorado Cup, and you're going to have all kinds of participants facing off for that Colorado Cup, as well as additional matches on Friday. Then on Saturday, they're going to have their Milestone 11, 11th anniversary of Rocky Mountain Pro event. It's going to be a fun fun weekend and lots of wrestling to experience this upcoming weekend in the wrestling with altitude area if you want to get tickets for uh, rocky mountain pro head over to rmpwrestling.com and you'll be able to find all the details and purchase tickets right there as well i want to encourage you all that are listening to this to attend one two or three of these shows if you possibly can that would be great and support the guys and gals out there. All right. Well, and speaking of support, I do have Wrestling With Altitude shirts in hand. So if you are seeing me at a show, uh, hit me up. Uh, get a Wrestling With Altitude shirt. Greatly appreciate it for the support. This podcast basically runs on absolutely no budget, and I just want to make it self-sufficient. And if you can do that, that would be appreciated very very much before we get out of here let's give a shout out to the trending topics network if you like this show look them up in your favorite podcast catching application of your choice and you'll be at other great shows like this one and those shows are the year vision showcase all beer inside the spanish announce table and wrestling cheers you want to get in contact with this show wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the website podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the email address we are on facebook at of course wrestling with altitude and on twitter of wrestle altitude for the handle thank you all once again for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude Thank you.